This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. Hi, I'm Mark Griffiths and this is the Lowdown, the Wrexham Scouting Podcast where we look at our next opposition while Barnes are the next team up and they are in trouble at the moment. Of course, uh, the second bottom, but that is helped by the fact that Dover have stopped playing and to be honest, um, they're not looking good at all. They come on a run of losses into this match. They're conceding goals. I had a look at their last match, which is a 4-1 home loss against Yeovil, and it did not look good. They lined up in a 4-3-3, and the defence looked vulnerable from the start. They could see the shot on goal within 40 seconds of the kickoff. You can see a bit how, con- how confidence has gone. Because on paper, they got some good players. Scott Loach in goal, of course. I mean, he's one of the better goalkeepers in the division, but he'll be disappointed with how he let in uh, one of the goals. Across the back, um, I mean, they got Miles Judd on loan from Leighton Orient at right back, and, and he looks uh, solid and steady. But <laughs> his body language, I don't like people talking about body language, but when you look at him, just his frustration and anger and trying to tell people where to go. And you could see a lot of that in the body language of the defenders. Every time the ball came in the box, it was chaotic. And the Barnet defenders were berating each other after everything. The people weren't doing their jobs and other people were pointing fingers. And it was, it was a mess. It was horrible. The left-back, Taylor, uh, looked very uncomfortable to me and was vulnerable and was run at. And then the two goals came and the two down within 15 minutes, both from corners, both really badly defended corners. I mean, the first one summed it up, really. They basically went man for man. They had a, a man, I'm not going to say on the near post, they had a man in the near post zone, as if it's zone marking. But then the rest of them are looking at man for man. And, well, I mean, you're over the line of four players on the penalty spot, and when they split, only one of them... <laughs> was still being marked. So immediately Barnett's system just fell to pieces and the ball ricocheted around um, and inevitably, whenever there was a loose ball and the goal mouth had fell to a, a, a the oval player. And so when the corner came in, it was actually the third oval player to touch the ball who scored because each time it came in, an unmarked oval player had a good goal. The third effort went in. It was poor. The second goal was, was equally poor. And... And the second goal, they looked to be overcompensating. So the man markers, I mean, one of them lost his man and that man got on the end of it and just headed it in from six yards. The other man markers were busy giving penalties away. If, if, if it hadn't been a goal, then unless the referee didn't see him, he'd have to give a penalty because the other man markers decided we can't afford to lose our men anymore. So there was a grabbing hold of them. It was panicking, panic in defence. Now, having said that, they did pull the goal back quite quickly. Um, but that goal was due to excellence, the excellence of an ex-Rexham player, JJ Hooper, who's their top scorer, and he brilliantly scored. It was terrible defended by Oval, frankly. I mean, the marking was poor, and Hooper stepped off his man and hooked a brilliant volley in. It was a weird sort of corner, just swung in towards the penalty spot, and nobody really attacking it, and Hooper stepped back away from goal and scored superbly. But I, I'm sort of avoiding pattern of play because I'm not quite sure what Barnett's pattern of play was. I'm not totally sure what they were looking to achieve. I mean, they had a front three that was decent. So the Hooper's got pace, obviously. Petrasso on the left is a Canadian international. He's his debut at the race course. And, and he's, I think, a nice, neat, quick winger. And on the other side, they had either Lloyd, they were they've loaned him from the Football League. And so the three of them were a decent front three, but they weren't really feeding them 
terribly well. And then, of course, the problem is that after half an hour, Adeloy gets sent off with a daft red card. I mean, the first yellow... It was, it's comical. The first yellow he gets uh, correctly for chasing back and the second one for uh, not selling 10 yards away for a free kick. Just daft. And as a result, they're in trouble then. They switch to three at the back. Will they be tempted to do that to address their defensive problems? Another young lad on loan, Kefalas, came on. He's on loan from QPR. Uh, came on at the back as a third central defender. And it didn't look a great deal better. But they had ten men by then, to be fair. Even they've got... Uh, like I say, on paper, they look better than, than they are uh, achieving. But nonetheless, I mean, they did did not perform it at all. Taylor's a decent, strong midfielder who can play in defence. McQueen can play at full-back and is quick. Don Rankers, the midfield, they actually brought him off half-time. He's the captain. Maybe that sums it up. They really look low on confidence and uncomfortable. Wrexham must go into this game looking to get on the front foot and impose themselves on the side, lacking any momentum whatsoever. Remember, you can subscribe to all our other podcasts and uh, videos. Everything that we do is in the benefit of the club. So please subscribe, like, click the old notifications bell and do everything to back us up. I'm Mark Griffiths from the Rexham AFC Media Team. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Rexham AFC Media Team.